All right, so a Colorado police officer has been fired for um, trying to incite a riot in the midst of this, uh, I guess, in the midst of this Black Lives Matter protest, whatever it is going on across the country. Um, it says here, this is independent.co.uk, it says, a Denver police officer has been fired after he captioned a photo of himself and two other officers dressed in tactical gear with Let's Start a Riot. Officer Thomas McClay was fired by the Denver Police Department on Tuesday after his post that was published amid protests that have followed the death of George Floyd was shared on social media. It says uh, he was fired for breaching the department's social media policy, which does not allow officers to publish posts that may harm the police's relationship with civilians, according to CBS News. So it says uh, Mr. McClay posted the photo to Instagram over the weekend, and an internal investigation is to excuse me, into his conduct was launched on Monday. Um, it says the offended, the offended post um, it was removed from Instagram. But look, check this out. Um, I've been hearing um, reports, people have been telling me that uh, you've had undercover cops in the middle of these um, protests, trying to start riots, um, spray painting, busting out windows, doing all kinds of shit. And I believe it. I believe it. Now, I haven't participated in any protests, and I don't plan to, because um, I know that these situations are just opportunities for the media to do their thing. You know what they like to do? They like to spin stories. And I'm looking at it like this. George Floyd, his death was what I've already what I've always been talking about, when I when I say that I mean police brutality, um, what police what police officers do when they know they're not on camera. Now that we live in a world full of cell phones, smartphones, everyone has a camera. All these things are being recorded. This has been going on, and black people are acting like they never knew this. Um, the difference with George Floyd is it was captured on film, plus he was handcuffed, plus he was laying on the ground, plus there's a knee in his neck, and there's no kind of wiggle room. And I don't mean that in a funny kind of way. I mean that, like, normally when... A police officer kills an unarmed black man. There's some kind of spin. 
that um, alt-right um, alt-right uh, neo uh, I should just say oh, the white nationalists okay normally they have a spin okay they have some kind of wiggle room they can usually say well the officer was trying to protect himself or that black guy was a threat to that police officer uh, the difference is there's nothing that the white nationalists can say this time around. It's on camera. It's on. It's been filmed. It's been recorded. Excuse my language. It's been seen by everyone everywhere because it's the hot button story. It's the hot topic. So. I get the protesting. I get it. But the thing that's getting me is all of the rioting and the looting. Now, for the black people that are doing that, you're, you're stupid as hell. You're crazy as hell. Because, especially in the D.C. area, because they have cameras everywhere and they can't see you. But um, it's important to note, and I'm glad that a lot of people know this already, that there's a lot of agents, agent provocateurs in these protests that are, like I said before, smashing our windows, burning trash cans or whatever, um, pretending to start fights with the police. And they're trying to make it as violent as they possibly can. And um, there was even a story of a of a um, of a white girl, white woman, that was spraying Black Lives Matter. She was spray painting Black Lives Matter on on some business wall, whatever, some business's wall. So anyway, um, you know, black people that saw her doing it cussed her out and was like, what are you doing? They're going to blame that on us. You know, black people take the blame for everything. And that's the reason why I'm not, prote I'm not protesting. Because I know how, that can, how it can go. It hasn't been that quite as bad as I thought it was going to be initially. Because when the protest first started, I said, oh, this is going to get ugly. And black people are going to take the blame. But um, surprisingly, well, it's only because we live in the age of social media. Um, black people have not really taken the blame for all of this. And the plan or the plot that these undercover agents had did not work. I mean, it's not over yet. So, we, we you know, the story is still to be told. But... You have to be careful in these situations. You have to be really, really careful because the powers that be really want this thing to turn violent. They want it to. And that's why I brought up George Soros, um, who 
helped fund Black Lives Matter or at least donated. Some people say he created it. I don't know how true that is. You know, I'm not going to say he did. But with that, you have to remember, when you join a group or an organization like Black Lives Matter or, and what's it, Antifa or what's the other one? Um, the Proud Boys, like Antifa is a, what is it, an old, it's a, it's a completely left organization and Proud Boys is a completely right organization. When you join these groups, understand that the people that fund them are elitists with goals and intentions that may not match your intentions. They have an alternate, alternative motive. You're trying to accomplish one thing and they're trying to accomplish something else. Okay? They want, they, they love, like in other words, you might join Black Lives Matter because you want to protest the death of um, George Floyd. But the people that are at the top, that are funding protest. Oh, because it is it is funded, by the way. Some of you might be thinking, oh, no, it's not. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. See, there's always a pyramid structure. You have those at the bottom that are sincere and really believe in what they're doing, and then you have the higher-ups that fund it and give money for these uh, organized protests. But what they do is they also have their agents among you and those are the ones that incite violence. There have been police officers or undercover officers, undercover agents, whatever you want to call them, that have been caught trying to start riots. Now, the Denver police officer that was um, outed online saying, let's start a riot, that's one thing. He's a, he's a police officer, and he wasn't hiding what he was trying to do. But you do have undercover officers. Someone um, posted a picture online, and it was not, it was not Photoshop. I'm telling you right now, it wasn't Photoshop. He had his vest, his uh, bulletproof vest underneath his shirt, and you could see it in the outline. Um, also, you could see the handcuffs in, the, in his back pocket. They weren't, he wasn't trying to show them off. I want to make sure I make that clear. He wasn't trying to show them off, but you could see the outline of it. And he was trying to start a damn riot. So I say, again, be careful. 
I understand you want to protest. I understand that you've had enough. I had enough years ago. I don't know where black people have been all this time. I know where the hell y'all been. It took George Floyd dying for you to realize that there's a problem. I don't know what the hell. I think the Obama years messed y'all head up and made y'all think that <laughs> black people were moving up in America. Like racism was dead or something. It was the same thing. It was like Martin Luther King, the Martin Luther King effect. Like, for whatever reason, like, you think you made it in America just because Martin Luther King had a dream? Are you kidding me? The hell America are you living in? That's why I got so angry when I saw those black people dancing in the street when, when Obama was elected. I'm looking at him, what the hell is wrong with y'all? Obama becoming president doesn't end racism. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, my, I don't know. Black people. I don't know. But um, I just wanted to make sure um, I said that, you know, I said, at least I can say my part. Don't say I didn't warn you, because I did. And I'm telling you right now, be careful when you're out there protesting. You also got to remember, and I know this is going to be a conspiracy thing, and and. Take this how you want to take it. Um, there's also organ trafficking. Organ trafficking is very huge, big. It's, it's a it's big business right now. You need to go research that. And I say that because be careful out there. You're amongst thousands of people that are protesting hundreds if not thousands of people that are protesting and you know a police officer can, can snatch your ass up you don't know who's around you when you have that many people around you you don't know what's going on you don't know who works for who you don't know what agency this person might work for research organ trafficking and you snatch people up and kill them and take their organs You had a, a lot of missing black girls in D.C. back in, I believe it was 2016. And um, I did a podcast on that. Just be careful. Be mindful. Watch yourself. Watch your back. If you're with someone, watch their back for them and have them do the same. You don't know who you're standing next to. Just because someone's sitting there, just because someone's standing there holding up a Black Lives Matter sign, don't mean that they're for you. And I'm not just talking about white people standing next to you either. I'm talking about black people. Because black people sell out other black people. Don't believe me? Look into the Kanika Jenkins uh, death. Look into the death of Kanika Jenkins. Look at what they did to her. I know this might sound like I'm going overboard or is it a little bit extreme, but you just need to understand the times that we live in. And a lot of pe you people don't know these things. That's why I'm here. That's my whole point.
that's that's my point to exist. I have no other reason to exist except for to tell you the things that you don't know. While you go to work, go home, spend time with your family, uh, what else? Go to the movies, go watch little doo-doo dumbass newest rap song on YouTube. I'm doing research. That's why I'm here. To tell you what you don't already know. And what you need to know. Because there's more to life than Takashi 6 9 Or whatever little stupid ass new rapper comes out. There's more to life than that. There's more things, especially now. The times we're living in right now, we live in some crazy times. We live in some very crazy, wicked times, and the elites are making their moves. This is not the time uh, to try to get comfortable <laughs> and cute. Try to act like ain't nothing going to happen to you because something can happen to you just like the next person. Something can happen to you real quick. You can get caught up out there in a protest and some people close to you can start a fight or start smashing windows or light a car on fire. And just by you being in that proximity, uh, in the same area, close proximity, they can snatch your ass up and say that you was with them. And you can say, no, I wasn't, no, I wasn't, all you want to. They can snatch your ass up, take your ass to jail, or do worse. Be careful. George Floyd is dead and he's not coming back. And that's another thing I want to say. Um, you know, y'all y'all putting a lot of energy right now into this. Excuse me, let me hit this. Um, let me hit this jewel. Y'all putting a lot of energy into these protests. And I want to know what the hell are y'all going to do when the actual trial starts or when the verdict is in? Because if they find if they find uh, these police officers, especially the one that had his, his knee on his neck, they find him not guilty. Are y'all going to keep the same energy? I really want to know. Because I know how black people do. They get mad, they riot, they protest, they do whatever, and then you just forget about it and move on with life. Are you guys really serious or are you just doing this because you've been trapped in the house for two months and now you want to get turned up? Because I want y'all to have the same energy if they find this cop 
that murdered George Floyd not guilty. I want y'all to have that same energy. Okay, so uh, staying on topic here. Uh, protesters, again, I don't know how many of these people are genuine protesters or there's so many agents mixed within these crowds, but um, this is from the sun.com. It says, Raleigh Rage, Black Lives Matter protesters topple slave trader Edward Colston statue. Um, they took down the Edward Colston statue. He was a slave trader, and they um, took a knee on his neck. Um, and they threw it into the Bristol River. Um, it says, um, let me see if I can find the article here. It says, the protesters could then be seen jumping up and down on the toppled statue as it came crashing to the ground. It has now been rolled into the river after being dragged towards the water by a group of jubilant protesters. Um, it says, Avon and Somerset Police Superintendent Andy Bennett said, Tonight's, tonight the force is hunting a small group of people who clearly committed an act of criminal damage after the statue was drowned. <laughs> I said drowned, down, but it did drown because he threw it into the damn river. It says, uh, activists... Um, had gathered in Bristol as part of a largely uh, peaceful worldwide Black Lives Matter protest against the death of George Floyd in the U.S. It says the bronze figure of slave trader Colston has been in the city uh, city center since 1895, but it has repeatedly come under attack by protesters with pressure mounting on authorities to remove it. Um, so anyway, it says the signature this week calling for the statue to be removed in the wake of Floyd's death received more than 11,000 signatures. Uh, it says slave ships owned by Colston in the 17th century transported tens of thousands of people from Africa to the Americas. Uh, let me see if there's any more worth talking about in this article. Um, anyway, I'll, I'll get to the, to the point. Um, I wanted to get to the comment section, right? Um, this user on top buzz, cause this is a top buzz article from the sun. This user on top buzz made a comment and I always love looking through the comment section cause you always find these comments somewhere. Um, he didn't put his name nor a picture up, so I'm guessing he's white. But he says, um, in response to the Colston, uh, the slave trader statue being taken down, this is what he says. Well, don't get mad when Martin Luther King Jr. statue starts coming down. So in other words, 
He took down Colston, the slave trader's statue. So we're going to take down Martin Luther King Jr.'s statue. And I don't know if he's full of it or not. He probably himself ain't going to do a damn thing. But <clears throat> the point of everything that I'm I'm saying is this. You know, it's only going to get crazier from here. See, the, the protests are only the beginning of what is going to continue to be a long, dragged-out uh, racial divide. Intentions are going to flare. Um... Like for example, I, I, I'll do it like this because there's more to these comments, and I'm just, but I'm just deviating from it for for a hot minute. When Obama became president, he was elected president. And black people danced in the streets like they thought they hit the lottery or something, for, for whatever reason. But you know, so on y'all. Um, things only got worse in a sense because what it did was it pissed off a lot of the quiet races, the silent ones. They came from out of their closets. They they came from out of hiding, and they just couldn't help themselves, you know. Because, see, racism is a hell of a drug, and it's, um, it's something that people have a hard time hiding, and they were hiding it the best that they could because it was a politically correct thing to do. But when Obama became president, it was just too much. It was like, that's enough. <laughs> now, I don't even like Obama. I'm not an Obama supporter. Uh for different reasons. If you listen to the show enough, you know why. Uh, I don't support any of these politicians. They're all just puppets of the elite anyway. They don't care nothing about the poor or the, or even the middle class, the working class. So to hell with them. But uh, Obama becoming president sparked outrage from the quiet closet races. And um, they were motivated to start uh, with this white nationalist group with Richard Spencer, and you have several other splinter groups um, that are just I would say just below the KKK level of um, hatred. And I say that because, I only say that because um, they're, not a, they're not quite as violent as the KKK, but they have the same hate towards uh, minorities, so-called minorities, you know, so-called. So-called because truth be told, as far as the world is concerned, People of color are the majority. 
But they have to remind you that here in America, you're the minority, supposedly. I don't even know how true that is. But anyway, um, so <laughs> I hate to laugh. So here we are. Um, the death of George Floyd has started all these protests. And you think that these white nationalists aren't sitting back just gritting their teeth, looking at this and going, I hate these niggers. <laughs> you know, they're pissed off, I guarantee. And whatever we do, they're going to want to do because they feel like, see, they're petty. They're very petty. And they feel like whatever advancements we make, they feel the need to try to counter it. Oh, you guys had a protest. Now we're going to protest and we're going to do uh, what you did, but worse. So Martin Luther King has absolutely nothing to do with this, right? Uh, this man, I forget his name, Colton, was a slave trader, a big-time slave trader at that, and his statue should have been taken down a long damn time ago. Edward Colston, that's his name. Um, his statue should have been taken down a long damn time ago. But you see, white nationalists, will try to, uh, what they do is they try to flip the script and say, well, we have the right to take down your statues too. So what I'm saying is it may not be today, it may not be tomorrow, it might not even be this year, but I promise you, I promise you, just like they rallied around Trump, white nationalists rallied around Trump, make no mistake about it, Trump is their man. They rallied around Trump, and that was because that was in response to eight years of Obama. So they were like, oh, you black people got your president? Fine. <laughs> we're going to find the most racist person we can, we can possibly get, and we're going to vote him in the office just because they wanted to flex their muscle. They wanted to show uh, we're, still in, we're still in control. We're putting our foot on you niggas' neck. That's how they, you know, that was what they were doing. And you even had people in there, in um, Trump's protests, screaming white power. KKK funded, well, I shouldn't say they funded, but they did donate money to Trump in his campaign. So that was a result that, that the whole Trump movement and a lot of a lot of black people don't understand this thing. That whole Trump movement was in response to Obama being the so-called first black president. And I say so-called loosely. If you woke, you understand what I just said and why I said it. So-called. 
right? So look for things to get ugly. You might be saying, Mauro, you trying to you trying to make it sound like it's gonna be some shit popping off. Yeah, it's gonna be some shit popping off. It might not be today, it might not be tomorrow. But there's no way in hell. I've been studying white nationalist groups for as long as I can remember. And I know their ways. I know how they think. I know what triggers them. Um, I know how petty they can be. They don't want to see black people do anything. And if they see black people advance in any kind of way or, or get, they see, let me tell you how they, I'm going to tell you how they think, right? Let me tell you how they think. They see the protests and the public outcry for George Floyd to to have justice or to get justice for George Floyd, they see that as them taking a loss. Because in the in the mindset of the minds of the uh, white nationalists and the and the white supremacists, they feel that the police job, the police officer's job, is to kill black people. So for there to be protests and especially for it to be successful, for these officers to be charged, they feel like that's a loss for them. See, they take it personal. I'm just telling you how they think. They take it personal. It's like they took a loss or something. Even though as a dead black man, but it's not about that. It's not, it's not about that. See, our lives don't mean anything to them. It's about power and it's about control. And they feel like one of the last things that they have a stronghold on in these United States of America, one of the last things that they have a stronghold on is the police force. They often brag. If you go to their social media accounts, they often brag about the police being on their side. They openly state these things. It's no hidden thing. Black people just aren't hip to it because black people don't really uh, take the time to go on to these white supremacy websites and actually see what they're talking about and see what they're saying. But if you did, you would know I'm telling the truth. They openly brag about the police being on their side. So they see the police as an extension of the KKK. Cause you got to know the history of the police departments. Police was, uh, created to, catch um, runaway slaves. So if you understand that and get the whole point behind it, why it's so important that a white police officer should be able to kill a black man and never be charged for it, why that's so important to white nationalists and white supremacists. It's important because it's one of the last strongholds that they have. 
You understand? It's one of the last things that they're really holding on to. They feel like if they lose that, then, you know, that's it. That's it for white supremacy in America. Because they've already lost um, the whole, you know, black people can't move up in corporate America thing. They've already lost that. They've already lost that. And they can put out as many stats as they want to, making it seem like, you know, black people ain't doing nothing in America. Um, But black people are involved in corporate America, businesses. Black people are business owners. Um, Black people are involved in politics like never before. And that was too much for them. But then when a black man became president, that was like, that effed their mind up. And they were pissed. Even though Obama didn't even, he wasn't, Obama wasn't even a pro-black president. He was nothing but a, 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 a puppet up there, you know, saying a lot of good things, but he he was he was nowhere near a pro-black president. Obama was not pro-black, but just the the idea of him being there in the first place was enough to drive these white nationalists crazy. A black man in the White House that's not a butler or a servant. That drove them absolutely crazy. And the only thing they had left is the police. Because the KKK is not active like that. The KKK, don't, they don't have, the KKK don't get down like they used to. They, they, they might protest. They may um, have their rallies or whatever. But no one's really paying them any attention. And then they're small in number. However, you do have a lot of white nationalist um, organizations and groups out here. But they're, they're, not, they're not as relevant as they once were. That's not that. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not downplaying uh, white nationalists of racism in America. I'm not downplaying it. I'm just saying they don't have the stronghold because even a lot of white people are getting tired of the racism because you got to think it uh, it makes their race look bad. It's kind of like, you know how when, when it's like, I, I give you an example, like Chicago, right? You have all the gang violence in Chicago. That makes the entire black race look bad because you know whatever one black person do, they say we all do it because we're not looked at as individuals. So, you know, black people that get up and go to work every day and, and um, you know, are trying to be about something that, that aren't into this gang culture or whatever it is, this BS. When you see all this violence in Chicago, what that does is it make you, you know, I'm, I'm sure you're like me. You shake your head at it and go, what the hell? You know, because it, 
it makes us look bad as a whole, whether you want to admit that or not. Nobody looks at black people other than black people. Nobody looks at black people as if we're individuals. They, they throw us all in one box, one bucket. So what I'm saying to you is there are white people that are tired of the racism because it makes their whole race look bad. They already have to, you know, deal with Black History Month and, <laughs> you know, you know the the uh, the sins of the past. They already have to deal with that, and then when these things happen, it's just another reminder you know, and so I remember down in I think it was Kentucky. The KKK tried to have a little rally down there. And they, they, um, they, I think they reserved this park or something like that. And they tried to have a rally, and these old white women came and chased them away with brooms. <laughs> I thought it was the funniest shit I ever seen in my life. Yo, these white women chased these big bare belly, bear, excuse me, big bare belly. Some of them did have bare, bare bellies, though. They were they were they had no damn shirts on. They wanted to display their Nazi uh, uh, signs or, or, or tattoos. I mean, but um, they're not. They don't have what they used to have. It's, it's not a. It's not unity amongst them as far as having the back end. Like there was a time when they had. They had the entire police force. There was a time when they had the entire police force behind them. They don't have that no more. There was a time when they had all of the judges behind them. They had the the entire state behind them. They don't have that no more. The only thing they had they have left to count on is these racist ass police officers. So now they're in this position where they're like, you can't even kill a nigga anymore. The police can't kill a nigga anymore and get away with it. They know they've lost. They know they've lost. Um, I'm going to get back into the comment section. I'm going to remind you what I, because I went completely off just now. Um, the dude was saying, um, don't be surprised when Martin Luther King's statue will go down. Um, and um, I'm going to read some of the responses. So, uh, another person responds to this idiot that said that. And he says, Martin Luther King stood for something positive. This individual stood for slavery. Um, someone's, someone else writes, um, someone writes, to think you are defending this statue by threatening MLK, do you admire this slave trader? Obviously, this person that is responding is black. And he's responding to 
whoever it was that said they're going to take down Martin Luther King's statue. But I don't understand why he's responding, he or she is responding as if, um, or, or excuse me, why he or she is acting like they don't know racism is real. Oh, here's here's what I really wanted. This is the comment that I really, really wanted. Uh, look at what the guy that initially made the, made the comment says. It says, even though he, and he's talking about Martin Luther King, he says, even though he was a preacher, he still participated in sexual orgies. So, hello, he attended a, says, he attended a drug and alcohol, what, what is he trying to say? Drug and alcohol field parties. Uh, I think he meant to say he used to attend drug and alcohol field parties. And it says, um, and you can't make racism the worst thing that happens to people in this world. Every color of skin, every, I think he meant to write any color of skin, was a slave at one time or another throughout history. See, this is the way these white nationalists, these white supremacists, the way they think. Oh, so what? They killed a nigger. That's basically what he's saying. Oh, racism isn't that big of a deal. Right? It's like Donald Trump Jr. when he said that slavery was the best thing that happened to black people. And um, he said, well, at least black people had jobs. They were picking cotton. You know? That's how they think. I'm just getting you into the mindset of the way these people think. And then he continues to write. This is what this idiot says. He says, if you guys would just Google, did Martin Luther King Jr. ever commit adultery? And did Martin Luther King Jr. ever attend sexual orgies? And bam, his statues have to go. Now, he is saying that Martin Luther King's statue needs to be brought down because he had, I guess, he's, I have never heard this before, but he's making the claim that Martin Luther King used to participate in um, sexual orgies. So, basically, the slave trader, he's putting the slave trader on the same level as Martin Luther King. Because somehow, some way, participating in a sexual orgy or sex orgy whatever somehow a sex orgy equals slave trading somehow a sex orgy attending a sex party is on the same level as kidnapping thousands I don't know how many um, Edward Colston actually um kidnapped or had um, on his ship, how many Africans he had on his ship. But somehow, somehow, some way, a sex party is on the same level as someone kidnapping thousands, if not millions, of people. And forcing them to work for free, beating them, and hanging them. 
and breaking up families and destroying lives forever. I'm going to end it with that. Because if you, if you still don't understand why you can't get through to these people, that's the perfect example right there. That's the perfect example as to why. 